0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's been a little bit. Um, Happy New Year. I am so excited to talk to you about today about my top business lessons from 2020. I know it might be a little bit overdue, but I really wanted to take the time. um, I took time in December and in January to really reflect on the past year and kind of come up with some new plans Um, set new foundations into place for 2021, because if you are a seasoned business owner, you will understand this. Our businesses will never stay the same. We're always growing. We're always evolving, right? If we're not doing that, then we're moving backwards, which we don't want. So things that have worked for me two years ago, even one year ago, I know will not work moving forward for 2021. Not everything, but there's just some kinks I need to work out. There's just some things that I need to kind of reset to put in a new foundation into place um, that will make us even more successful moving forward in 2021. But to do this, I really had to look back on 2020, see what went well, what didn't, what lessons did I learn from it? Because 2020 was an interesting year. I think it was an interesting year for all of us. Um, To say the least, a lot of things have happened. And my 2020 has also been very, very interesting. I feel like I had um, some really, really high highs in business, but then also some really, really low lows in business. Um, You know, highs have been just like hyping around things with the team, um, you know, building connections, Building relationships with people internally, externally out of of the company, um, hitting record breaking months, things like that, but also some low lows, some really, really hard clients, having to fire a client, having to part some um, relationships, learning, you know, and then like kind of just the stuff in between learning about weekends, um, taking weekends off, (laughs) learning about my leadership style, seeing as we evolve, like what systems are not working, what systems do we need to fix, seeing holes and things like that. Um, So as a business owner, you should definitely always, always reflect. Um, I would say quarterly, but definitely every single year reflect and see like, where is the direction of your business? Where is it going? Um, And then as you grow, you're going to have to change your systems. Like I've mentioned plenty of times before that, you know, what worked for me as a freelancer didn't work for me when I hired my first person. When I hired my first person, um, I had to change some systems when I hired my second and my third person, right? And then now looking into the future for 2021 and 2022 and kind of understanding the direction that I want to take my agency, I know that i need to change some things around too. Not that they're not working right now, but like, these systems and processes may not work for the future. Um, So today, like I said, I wanted to chat about my top lessons from 2021, business lessons specifically, and I have seven main lessons that I wanted to kind of tell you about and also remind myself um, as we kind of move on through the year, but the First thing that is like my biggest, biggest takeaway is don't kill yourself trying to figure out how to fix an issue or a problem that you may not know exactly how to fix. So to give you kind of a preface for that, an example, you guys all know we're a website design agency. Um, now I'll admit I'm a website designer. My IT, I have learned obviously throughout the years of doing this business. There's still some issues that I have never run into before, and <clears throat> I don't know. Like, all some super crazy IT stuff, I don't know. And a year ago, I had an IT issue with a client, and I killed myself over it. Like, I feel like I just spent hours upon hours, late, sleepless nights trying to figure out this issue, stressing, full of anxiety, just, it wasn't good, you know what I mean? Um, And I was like, no, I need to figure this out, all of this. And this year, I realized, like, those moments are going to come. Like, yes, I can try to avoid them as much as I can, but obviously, technology doesn't always go in our favor, so some things are going to break. Um, and it's okay to not know everything, but one thing is don't try to kill yourself, trying to figure out how to fix the problem, giving yourself anxiety and spending all your time and energy like that energy will bleed into other things. And I could spend days just walking around with so much angst, like freaking out about something, and it affects me mentally, physically, like I can feel it on so many ways. So what I did this year is hire someone to do it for you. Okay, no matter what your budget is, I bet that you can find someone on Upwork that knows exactly how to solve your problem. I had to do this three times in the last month. We have this one particular client. Um, The website looks really, really cool, but they're doing it on a very intricate platform. And there has been quite a few IT issues that I've never had a run into. And they definitely gave me some anxiety, made me you know nervous. I didn't know what to do. We had some IT things break. Like, I'm not going to bore you with the lingo in case if you don't know what I'm talking about. But basically some things happened and I had no idea how to figure it out. And it was like a big, big, big issue. So... I was like, I can't stress out about this. I like, I need to protect my energy. A new thing for 2021 for me is protecting my energy and realizing how important that actually is. So I was like, I'm going to go on Upwork and I'm going to try to find somebody. And if you guys have listened to the podcast long enough, you know that I haven't had the best experience with hiring out subcontractors. I've gotten burned. Quite a few times, and I've regretted it. But I decided to go on Upwork because I was like, okay, on Upwork, for someone to work with you, um, and for them to work with anybody, they need to be in good standing with Upwork, and people give people reviews on how well they work. So if people really want to do their best and fix an issue and not ghost people and not own, you know, if they caused a problem. Um, so they have to do a good job because they want to get good reviews so they can continue getting work on Upwork. So I decided to do a post and I had immediately within the hour, I had like 10 proposals of people um, telling me exactly what the problem was, that they knew exactly how to fix it. And then I went on their profiles. I could see like what have they worked on before, could see their reviews, could see their photo, everything. And then I chose a person to hire it and he got it done in one hour for like 50 bucks. Like that is worth it because I know I would have spent, and that was like kind of later in the evening too. I know I would have spent many hours, probably would have barely slept that night, would have had so much anxiety over this. of how to fix this issue, but instead I posted a job on Upwork and within two hours, the issue got fixed. Was it worth that $50? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is worth your sanity. Um, so that's something that I learned is like, there's someone out there that's going to know how to fix it. No matter what your budget is, whether it's $5, 10, 20, like I'm sure you're going to be able to find someone at Upwork. And I now have two IT guys that I've hired on Upwork that I'm like remaining in contact with because they have been absolutely wonderful to work with super responsive very affordable know exactly what the heck has been happening and the best part is too is they walk me through it so that i can understand on the back end of like okay what can i avoid next time for this it issue or what can i look you know look for next time to avoid this so if you're listening you're building your business things are going to happen And this is the thing that's been hard for me in business, and when I'm talking about the low lows, um, something that I'm going to be like very vulnerable with you about is the hardest thing for me in business is that there's no one above you. There's no one above you that if there's an issue or a problem, there's no one above you that you can go to for them to help you, for them to hold your hand and tell you that it's okay, or to take over for you. You know what I mean? Because when I worked in corporate, when I worked for a small business, like anything would happen with a client that was very stressful, a client being rude, something break, something like there's always someone to go to that would help you take care of the problem where you didn't feel so much pressure on you. But being a business owner, you don't get that. It's all on you and it's your reputation on the line. It's your business on the line. It's your money on the line. And that sometimes weighs very, very heavy on my shoulders, especially when we have hard issues come up. So while it is all on you, you don't have to feel that way. There's always going to be someone that can help you figure it out. So highly, highly um, suggest looking on Upwork. Anyways, second lesson is take weekends off spend your evenings doing something other than work have self-care days spend quiet time in the morning just do things for yourself take time off when i first started this business i would work 24/7 and i still it's hard for me to get away from the business cuz i'm obsessed this is my life i mean obviously i have a husband i have a kid we have a dog, I have other interests, um, I have friends, but my business is like my hobby. That's something that I wanna do every single day. Um, it's funny because last night I was like, okay, I'm going to not do anything business related. I'm going to read a book, relax. And you know what book I end up reading? It's called Six to Seven Figures. And I'm taking notes for my business. Like, it's really hard for me to disconnect. But I have realized this year especially how, how important it is. And if you don't do that, if you don't give your mind a break, um, it can really affect you. Because think about it. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And I did a podcast interview with someone, um, which you'll hear in a few weeks. But um, we were talking about doing a morning routine. And how how come it feels like, even though you spent 30 minutes away from your day in the morning, like, you feel, like, so much more productive, you feel so much more fulfilled, and she had such a great example, and she says that when you invest time in yourself and recharge, you, like, you recharge your battery so that you can operate the best that you can, so think about it, your iPhone, it's going, 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 one day it's going to die if you don't recharge it, So she's like, your body and your brain and your mind is the same way. You can't keep going and going and going and going and going without recharging. Like, you need that time to rest to recharge your brain. Um, So take your weekends off. Don't check your email. I've disconnected notifications. Um, I don't even respond to business texts during the weekends. And it's been liberating. Now, something that I've always struggled with is taking evenings off. so that's kind of like my next thing, but do it um, don't and like it's just you're gonna see such a big difference now the third lesson is streamline your business processes and really look at your uh, proposals your contracts your um, onboarding processes and just like make sure that you are very very clear with your clients from the very beginning like your proposals need to be or not your proposals sorry your contracts need to be extremely extremely detailed um you want to inc- like what is included in the contract write down every single thing what is not included in the contract um for us what we needed to start implementing is How does it affect us if a client sends us something like feedback late or content late? Because a lot of times, you know, people forget that we have other websites. So we send them a timeline and they agree to a certain timeline. But then a lot of times um, they lag on getting feedback to us. They lag on getting content back to us that we need. Um, and then, you know, there could be a week where we're not hearing anything from a client. So we have a slower week and then one week we have, you know, five clients send in all of their information and they expect it to be input into one in one time. And it's hard to manage some of that. So we had it input like a, a project rescheduling fee. Um, but just like make sure that your foundation is very, very secure because I mean, most people are very nice and very truthful, but then there are going to be clients that um, will take advantage of you. They will take advantage of the contract if you don't have every single little thing written in there and they will try to get their way and they don't care about you. Now, hopefully you don't have to deal with those people. I've had a deal with a person um, earlier last year or last year in 2020, um, where my contracts were not rock solid. they were not um, super de duper detailed, and she definitely took advantage of that. Um, so like make sure you write down exactly what is included in the contract and exactly what is not so that pe- there's no scope creepers is what people call them where they try to get more than what they paid for and you know what i mean um so you can avoid that and then just make sure that like your onboarding process is really solid um that you have like a a timeline for clients and you're kind of in constant communication with clients at least a weekly communication so clients know that their stuff is being worked on Um, and that they're not forgotten about. Anyways, lesson number four, which could have been the first lesson, um, and that is no more discounts. Now, I laugh because I have a group of entrepreneur friends where we're all in a group chat, and our theme for 2021 is no more discounts, okay? Not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. People who ask for discounts are always the hardest to work with, and the project ends up never being worth it. Um, Because, especially if you have an agency, people that give discounts, I've had multiple projects this year, in 2020, where COVID hit, I was being nice, I felt bad for some people, I had some friends um, that were asking for discounts, but I still pay my people the same, you know what I mean? like just because I'm giving someone a discount doesn't like my, that's my profit margin, and there has been a few projects where I kind of gave a very deep discount that I ended up actually paying my people more um, than what they paid me because also people ask for discounts, but then they also end up being like the ones that have fifty billion changes, um no offense if anyone's listening, um, but they have like tons of changes they're they tend to be the ones that are more picky, more unhappy, or they like send you feedback late like a little bit unprofessional. Um if that makes sense. So no more discounts. And I think I gave some discounts in twenty twenty because COVID hit. Um so in the beginning to halfway through the year it's like you don't know how people's financial situations are and you kinda want to help but then you also I had a team that I was thinking of and I wanted to make sure that my girls were working, um, that I didn't have to find other jobs. So I was like, I'll get what I can and kind of see how we navigate this year. Um, But learned no matter what, even though we were in a pandemic, the discounts were not worth it. Because if your mindset is right in your business and you're doing your business with God, the bleeds will come. But when you accept people who are discounted price and they're taking up your timeline, they're taking space for the people that could have paid top dollar and would have been amazing, amazing to work with and gave you way less stress. So I'm having a very, very um, strong rule for myself and our sales is no, absolutely no discounts. If you ask for discounts, I'm going to be, I'm going to say, sorry, no, we don't. And I'm not going to be worried about it. I know it's going to work out. Um, and while we are on this topic, um, on the subject about fees and kind of, this goes back with point number three too, about your contracts and your proposals and things like that, have late fees in your contract. And better yet, send your clients a credit card authorization form so that you can charge their card automatically. Um, Because I don't know, I haven't had, I've had this business for quite a few years and I didn't really have much problems with people paying Um, in 2020. I mean, maybe it's the pandemic and people's finances were affected, but I also don't understand how can someone commit to something, sign a contract, have people do work, and then you have to chase them for money. Now, if you follow any design meme accounts, that is a very common topic about chasing clients for money. And I'm not about that. I am not about that. Like that is that is unprofessional if you sign a contract and you agree to pay something and you have people do the work where other people are paying their team to do and then you ghost people. I am not okay with that. So something that we will be, definitely be incorporating is, one well, number one, um, sending you a credit card authorization form so that we can charge your card automatically um, when we start the project and then also when we send a final preview. Um, and then if your credit card gets declined, you will have late fees. And no ifs, ands about it. Like, I'm not... That's just... I don't know. You can probably hear it in my voice. I'm not about that. I think that's extremely rude. And that is not how you should do business. Anyways, point number five, lesson number five. There's going to be like some, a few things, um, that is going to be in this point. Um, But really focus on the team that you hire in your leadership style. And more specifically, really vet people before hiring. Don't just hire someone because someone recommends them or you know them because you don't know people's work styles. So I'm thinking of maybe doing some sort of quiz or some sort of personality test or something like that when hiring people to just make sure that you have the right people. And something that I think is really, really important um, is to have a strong team around you and for you as the leader to build a team around you that will be a strong support system if there is ever a time that you need to step away for some, for whatever reason. Because for example, um, we had some personal stuff going on um, the, like for a couple of months and we were moving during the holidays and it was like chaotic. It was chaotic. It was life was just crazy. And um in that moment, if you ever have things going on because I mean, you know, most of the time life life is life. It goes on and goes on. But there's going to be moments when things happen where your focus needs to you know, needs to be Somewhere where in your personal life to take care of something for um, a season, right? So I think it is super important to build a team that is your strong support system and someone and people that you trust if you ever need to step away. Um, And to hire the right people, I think it is very important to hire people who are self starters and who are able to take ownership of the tasks that are given to them. So as your, as a leader, um, train them to pay attention to small details. Train them to be go-getters, that if they run into an issue, that they're going to be like, no, I am going to solve it. I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to Google it before coming to you. Because ideally, if when you hire someone, they should definitely be making your life easier, not the other way around, right? So um having a strong support system around you i think is super super important but then also making sure that you hire the right people for that support system and i think that like maybe doing like i said personality test or maybe doing like a 30 to 60 day trial period just to make sure that everybody vibes together um and that they have the personality um that you're looking for that you guys mesh together all of that and that like will be good long term. Anyways, point number 6, which is very very important, is don't overbook yourself. Um this is something I'm still struggling with and I'm trying to work on. Um but my goal in 2021 is schedule only up to 3 main tasks per day. Because as the business owner, I have noticed Things always come up. There's fires to put out. There's clients that need urgent needs. There's team members that need help. Like as you grow as a business owner, especially if you have a team and you have multiple clients, like there's things that are constantly popping out that are out of your control. So it is best to have extra time available for that so that you don't have to end up working in the evening. So you don't end up working on the weekends. You know what I mean? Um, Give yourself some breathing room. Because if nothing comes up. Then I'm sure you'll find something in your work day. That you can work on in your business. And you'll have an evening free. But um, I used to overbook myself so much. And that leads to burnout. That leads to just so many not good things. And I'm really, really learning to kind of take it slow take it easy be picky with your clients be picky with what you book for yourself um because in the end it's all going to work out but it's like up to you to choose the right people and I saw a great quote I forget who posted it but I saw one the other day it's like I didn't start my business to work with people that I didn't like and I was like dang that is deep (laughs) so why do you take on every single client? Why do you take on every single project that you're not even excited about? This is not why we are doing it. The leads are going to come. The leads are always come. It's up to you to choose the right people to work with. Now, point number seven in the last lesson that I have for you today is if you are trying to grow a true agency, don't take on small projects. Small projects that are like two to three hundred dollars because they end up being non-profitable and can cause you an equal amount of headache. Um like I said, sometimes I'm just like I feel like I'm like too nice, and I think with COVID too, it's like, yeah, let's take on this project and this project and this project. But these small projects, even though they seem so small, they still end up taking so much time because if I designed a website and a client comes to me um, and they need me to fix something on a website that I've designed, I can do that no problem. And I'm still going to be able to do that for my clients because they worked with us. And I know exactly where to go in on the website, where to do what, and I can get it done real quick. But I had a client that was a Shopify site they signed up for some quick edits because their original website designer was unavailable. They were recommended to us. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'd, I'd love to help you. And I'm thinking like, I know Shopify, I've worked with Shopify before. This is just going to take, you know, like an hour. And I go into their Shopify site and I realize their designer designs and inputs things completely differently than I do. And for me to find this little small task took forever, like a couple days, <laughs> not an hour. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, why am I like, I didn't charge her by the hour. I just charged her like a one-time fee." fix. I'm like, Oh, this is no problem. But it ended up taking me forever to figure it out because their designer did things completely differently than me and it ended up being not profitable. And even if I have these small projects, I'm like, yeah, sure, and I like have my girls work on it. it ends up <clears throat> not profitable. You know what I mean? So it's like, why take it on if that can make space for a bigger client. You know what I mean? And cuz the, the smaller projects, like I said, they still take up stress. They still take up time. They still take up your energy almost sometimes almost the same as like some of these big projects. So That's something, too, is we're only working on big projects this year. We're not taking small projects. We're not taking discounted projects. And we are being extremely, extremely picky with who we work with. Last year, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're working on, like, eight websites per month, which is amazing, which is phenomenal to get that many people wanting to work with us. This year, I'm not focused on the numbers. I'm focused on quality, I'm focused on just quality projects and not overbooking ourselves and just like loving life, getting paid obviously, but enjoying your life, not overbooking yourself, having time on the evenings, having time on the weekends, um, and being proud of the projects that we do put out and having really, really good quality projects, building great relationships with our clients, kind of restructuring the team a little bit. But I'm excited. I'm very excited for this year. This is the first year in a long time where it truly felt like a new year. There's so many things that changed for us. Like, for example, we moved and we gave our keys back to our old house literally on the 31st of December. So we started the first in a brand new place literally brand new here there's so many things that I'm changing um within the structure and inside of my business and we're kind of just like going back to basics and kind of like resetting the foundation because like I said what worked for us with when I hired my first person my second person like I'm seeing the direction that I want the company to grow and I'm seeing like we need to make some changes so we're taking the next couple months to really like redo some of this stuff, work on a BM, kind of rework on our website, um, rework on client structures and systems, um, rework kind of our team building efforts like and I'm feeling so excited. The last quarter of 2020 was difficult. Um I had you know I had to fire a client. I've never had to do that before. Um, it was a very toxic situation, um, that I feel like affected me mentally, like way more than I even realized we had to move during the holidays. We ended up visiting family. Um, we ended up, um, having to go to the hospital, like all in a mesh of like two months. It was just like insane. It was crazy too much for my mind to handle so I'm very excited to kind of start 2021 a little bit slower and just like resetting everything back but I am feeling so so excited I feel so refreshed like I truly truly feel like it's um it's like a a, a start of a new chapter in our business but like a very important one if that makes sense so I'm so so excited thank you for listening to this